Hey, Dan. How you doing? Jerry. Hey, long time no talk. You know, it seems like it's been uh, mere uh, decades. <laughs> Last time we spoke was May 26, 2011. Oh my at least gosh. as far as this episode goes. Wow. May 26. What was I doing May 26, 2011? I don't I remember. I, I, let's put I it, can't. It's not a surprise because I can barely remember what I did 10 minutes ago. Same here. What the Wait, hell is going you? on? You seem, you seem nice. Are you my nephew? <laughs> I don't know. Are, are you my rubber ducky? You, you could be. <laughs> as, as long as it's not like one of, those, one of those rubber balls in the mouth kind of thing, then that gets to a whole oh, different. Oh, oh, that goes to a whole darker place. That's like a, oh man, rubber duck fiction or whatever that movie is. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to start talking about some girl I dated once, but let's just keep let's moving. Just keep on moving. So, so what uh, the, is this like that? Uh, is this like those newspapers you can buy for people's birthdays? Like on this day. Yeah. So are you going to ask me questions well, and I'm supposed to guess what was going on or what we were? Yeah, what well, I'm, I'm going to kind about? of, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm not sure if that's going to work, but I'll just well, tell you what my notes are from a couple weeks ago. Cause right. I listened to this episode then. And uh, my first one is Jerry can't cook without making himself sick. Wait, say that again. Jerry can't cook without making himself sick. He experiments with something on the podcast, which may or not may or not kill him. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently it didn't kill you. So, uh, yeah, because here I'm it is 2019. It, it, maybe it made you stronger. I don't know. It, it must have. You're still here. So I have no idea what the hell that was all about. Uh, things you do not want to do with absinthe. Oh, well, of course. Number one, you don't want to light it on fire. That's, that's for amateurs. Yeah. That's like, we, we have been proponents of that since day one. I mean, have I done it? Yes. Do I regret doing it? Yes. Uh, no, the very first time I ever had it, the bartender lit it on fire um, and I didn't even ask him to. Well, you know, it's a, they don't know better. They don't know better. So I can't fault someone. I cannot fault someone for lighting absinthe on fire uh, if they don't know any better, but I can sure tell them next time, please, only you can prevent absinthe fires. <laughs> Smoking the it fairy hurts. says. It hurts the green fairy's soul. It does. Okay, does. You'll, you'll remember this one. All right. Dan craves a creepy dental phantom. Oh, holy shit. Yes, I did. Uh, yes, Dan did crave a creepy dental phantom, and now Dan owns a creepy dental phantom. Oh, you got one. Oh, I okay. Did. Now, I, now, I have to uh, quantify. It is not well, a an authentic, like, 1940s, which I really, really wanted because I didn't have $1,500 to spend. But I found a place that actually sold a uh, a metal replica of the the uh, top of the skull part. Oh. And I found a set of uh, uh, dental school teeth that actually had a hinge and a, um, uh, what do you call it? A screw in thing that goes over a pole that you can attach it to like a, you know, like a, uh, uh, a piece of metal. <laughs> and so I built one. I, I went to Hobby Lobby, found a chicken on a pole tore the chicken <laughs> off the pole and it was on a nice wood block, put the teeth on there, screwed it down and then put the, uh, the metal head part over it. And I've got it. I'll send you a picture of it. 
Oh yeah, yeah. do it yourself, uh, Dale Phantoms. Let, let me tell you, my friend, it uh, it's, it, uh, it 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 was kind of a bucket list item. Oh yeah. Well, if you can't buy it, make it. Uh, yes. Are you kidding me? <laughs> You should you should put like little red uh, light bulbs in the eyes and put it in your window, well, looking well, the out. With that is there are no uh, there are no, no eyes. eyes. It's like a, oh. it's kind of like the predator in a sense. Oh, okay. Well, you can tape some on the front. <laughs> I can get. I should get some googly eyes and put on there. That's what I. Need. Yeah, exactly. I need, I need to get googly eyes. Uh, Get uh, holographic ones. I think so. Yeah, get those glasses that people have, which are really. Uh, oh, there you go. Put put um, put those uh, funky glasses with uh, the false nose and the mustache. Sure, on. we'll do that. Call it done. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> Be funny to go to a dentist like that. I well, yes. <laughs> the, the dentist comes in and you're wearing it. <laughs> And you open your mouth and you got these big fake plastic buck teeth. Can you imagine? <laughs> I, I just wonder what the dentist would I just wonder what the dentist would do, number one. Like you turn around and walk out. Yeah. So I'm going home for the day. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for thanks for playing. <laughs> Jerk. Uh, without further ado, let's listen to this let's episode. Let's listen to this episode. It's Slow Death in the Afternoon Podcast. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about jumping into it, right? Man, no kidding. That's pretty exciting. Wow, I don't know what to say. I I don't know what to say now. Oh, do you want me to start again? Uh, Yeah, cue the music. (laughs) Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, um, I was sick yesterday. I know. What was up with that? Did you, did you get a bad, uh, uh, double stuffed burrito at Taco Bell or something? No, it was an entirely my own fault. Um, the, the, the diet I'm on, I'm not supposed to eat breaded chicken. I have to eat skinless or non-breaded or whatever. And, um, being a bachelor, I don't really cook. Right. So, um, 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 I, I, I usually buy pre-cooked, you know, chicken in a bag that I can just throw in a microwave and it goes ding and it's ready to eat and it's perfectly safe. I've been eating it for years, no problems. But so I, I buy this raw chicken and, uh, proceed to not follow safety instructions get the chicken slime all over everything before I cook it. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Now, so. Uh, and and then I probably un- undercooked it. Well, what do you, was it like bleeding or what, what was the, I'm, I'm still a little confused. Like, so you think that you got like salmonella think, or. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was the, well, actually it, it's probably not salmonella because I recovered from it too quickly, but it, my, the doctor did say it's, it was definitely some sort of foodborne stuff, and it was most likely from the chicken because I wasn't handling it properly. And so now, I swear to God, if I ever do it again, I am going to soak it in Everclear. Wow. Well, that's and, that and makes spray a good, the counter uh... down with Everclear, and 
and wash my hands in it. <laughs> yeah, but see, but I mean, how did we survive as kids? Because our parents would like cut chicken up and leave it on the counter, set it outside in the sun for about five hours, bring it in, my, throw my it in guess, the fryer. It's like, how did we, how did we survive all that? I mean, and, and you have one instant with chicken and it like makes you sick. I, I, I have a hard time believing that that was the, that was the issue. Well, that was the only thing I could think of. But I mean, here, here's the difference. When, when you and I were kids, the, the farms were smaller the chickens were free range, you know. Right. Nowadays, they're they're all compactly, you know, they're they're raised in boxes, and they, you know, the the conditions are like questionable. And if one chicken is sick, they're all sick, and the farmer needs to, you know, pump them full of sorts of drugs and everything just to get them out the door because he's got to grow another batch. Right. You know, because it's a corporation, not you know, anymore, not a not a you know family farm. Well, other than like the Foster Farm, I, I guess according to their commercials. Yeah, but because, anyway, because if it's on TV, it's got to be true. That's my guess anyway. All right, but I'm I'm better now. Good, good for you. I mean, was it just like a 24 hour thing or? No, it's it started um it started Monday afternoon. Oh, and that's when the, is that when the, the chicken incident occurred or did that occur no, the day no, before? It was the day before. Oh, well, maybe it was then. Who knows? Yeah. Well, I mean, I was, th- you know, I remember thinking, man, this chicken tastes funky. <laughs> no? <laughs> but I just thought it was my poor cooking ability or I didn't spice it right or something. But mm. I, I'm wondering if maybe the chicken was bad from the store. It might not have been uh, your fault at all. It could have been. It's almost like chicken is inherently bad now if you don't cook it until it's like blistered. Yeah, or deep fried. I mean, deep fried chicken. Yeah, deep fried. Well, yeah. See, I was pan frying it, and well, anyway. Well, anyway. there you go. You're back, it's, and you're uh, you're in. Next time, I'll, I'll dunk it in absinthe. That's what I'll do. It'll it'll it's the cure all. <laughs> you know what? I wonder what would happen if you like made a breading, like a wet breading, out of absinthe and like cornstarch okay. and. I cayenne. Be interesting. It kind of have a licorice flavor. It might be hideous, oh. but <laughs> oh, speaking of might be hideous, I'm yeah. going to try something new tonight. Oh, what do you what do you got on the uh, on well, the menu? Well, you know how how I like um, I like uh, Mountain Dew and absinthe so much, so I make uh, absinthe dude. Right. Mountain Dew makes a energy drink called Amp, which tastes quite a bit like Mountain Dew. So I thought I'll try an energy drink mixed with absinthe oh let's see if it kills me all right are you are you did you mix it up already are you gonna mix it I'm, up i'm gonna i'm gonna do it right now live on uh yeah so inter- entertain the uh, audience i'll put the microphone on on omni uh, directional and then make it okay well ladies and gentlemen uh we have history in the making right here on here, we go. here jerry's pouring uh, jerry's falling down walking away jerry's jerry's stumbling out the door Oh, I don't know what that was. It sounds like he's beating up uh, an ostrich. No. I'm walking on back. Here he comes. Okay, there I have to narrate this because I'm not on camera. That's that's all right. I was I was doing some narration as well. So. Okay. All right. So you're back, and what do you have in your hands, Jerry? Well, maybe, have... maybe, let me ask, Madam. I don't know if I want to ask that. How about uh, what what do you got in the bottles, Jerry? 
Anything in my hands at this point, I guarantee is sterile. Um, I have a can of Amp Energy Drink by the makers of Mountain Dew. Yes, which is part of the Pepsi company. Yeah. And it contains ginseng, taurine, uh, B vitamins, uh, garana. 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 Sounds like a Star Wars character. Yeah, I think it is. Garana uh, Solo. Garana Solo. <laughs> All right. So you're going to pour it in a glass? You're going to use ice? What are you doing? No, no. It's 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 uh, it's ice cold. Oh. Right. And I have... Um, what, the, a, what absinthe are you using? Uh, last of uh, one of these bottles of Versinth. Oh, wow. Which I do know goes well with Mountain Dew. Okay. So, oh, I heard the I heard the uh, bottle be decorked. Okay, here we go. So here it goes, ladies and gentlemen. You can, you can hear I'm, I'm going to pour it. Quick aside from Jerry in 2019, back when this was first recorded, I didn't know Versinth wasn't actually Absinthe. It's a very good pastiche, but it is not Absinthe. Anyway, back to the show. I feel like I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> It kind of looks like it, too. Right, so that was the absinthe, and now for absinthe. the amp, which okay. I think you should name this Ampsynth. Absinthe. Or, or amp, Ampsynth, or... Yeah, ab, I like it. Ab-amp. Absinthe amp. Absinthe. Suddenly it's hard to pronounce. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Wow. Hold it right up there. Oh. Listen to that. Oh, it's it's looshing really well. People are going to think we we added cheesy uh, sound effects. I can tell already because that sounds way too good to be. Uh, it's it's probably the uh, basis of a cheesy sound effect somewhere. I'm sure. Could very well be. All right, here we go. There it is. All right, ladies and gentlemen. It uh, is. Um, insert a drum roll here. <laughs> but um, bump. Well, that's a rim shot, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's about all you're going to get from me. All right. Go it ahead. is. It's um, beautiful. Pearl green. Ooh. How does it smell? Well, it, uh, it smells. <laughs> I love the pause. Well, uh, <laughs> well, my nose doesn't work very much, but, <laughs> um, it smells like, uh, versinth mixed with Mountain Dew. <laughs> okay. It smells like, <laughs> so, so it doesn't smell like teen spirit is what I'm hearing. No, it doesn't. Not that I, you know, I don't even know what Teen Spirit smells like as a, as an aside note. I've never gotten that close to someone that age that would be wearing it. Oh, uh, for some reason, I'm just thinking uh, a sweaty young girl. No, wow. Well, if we're, if we're not on a restricted list, we are now. Hey, 18 is still a teenager. Yes. <laughs> 18 and life to go, if I may quote uh, our good friends at Skid Row. Okay. Go ahead. Here we go. All right, here goes. Here goes. It it actually, it, it smells vaguely of a cigar because that's, that's I, I I think I said before, the, the verse smells, or no, tastes like a really good cigar. Do you think maybe you put a cigar in that glass and just forgot to wash it out? <laughs> no, I have none, sir. Right. I'm just... Checking. And and I guarantee you, there's nothing in this house that I have not washed. <laughs> All right. Especially since this weekend. What was that? Uh, I'm sending you a picture. We need to post on our uh, okay All on right. our website. But please, continue okay. with, the, with the first-hand taste test. Okay, here we go. Here we are. 
And it's not bad. Okay. It's it's actually not not as sweet as a Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. Or a absinthe dude. Right. A lot of the um the um the complex flavor of the versinth is coming through loud and clear. Wow. Um but it's been nicely sweetened and softened. I, I, I would say this is good so far. I'll, I'll tell you by the time I finish it, I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> we'll see what kind of effect it has on me. If I start speaking, you know, like Speedy Gonzalez, or we'll, we'll know that the uh, the double whammy works. Because right. that's, I'm kind of like seeing what happens. Right. Well, that's, seeing- that's exciting. I mean, uh, now tell me this, because most energy drinks have a sort of chemical sort of taste? Are you noticing any sort of funky aftertaste? Could be. (laughs) I feel like I'm talking to the magic eight ball. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Could be. Sources say. Ask again later. Later. Oh, you got me. Every time you say something to me, I check the magic eight ball and I just read it off because I just don't have my own. You know, that's that's where my consciousness sits in this eight ball right here. Yeah. I have one just lodged in my head. <laughs> I just have to shake my head to look at a mirror, uh, which is problematic because it's backwards. You know, I, I'd have to compare it to a, um, an absinthe dude. Really? Maybe I'll make another one um, just to compare the two, but... There does seem to be a bit of a chemical or or a, a bit of a, a energy drink aftertaste to it, which would make sense. Yeah, and that's the only thing I hate about energy drinks like uh, Red Bull and all that. The that just that weird synthetic taste. Well, you know, it's I think what it is that you're tasting are all the crushed up vitamins they put in it. Yeah, I would say that's probably true. Chew up a multivitamin and see how far you get. I should do that. Chew up a couple of Flintstone vitamins and wash it down no, with no, some no. absinthe. No, Flint, that doesn't that doesn't count. You have to chew down an unchewable um, one Ow. to get the actual taste of the vitamins. They're pretty rank. Oh, good lord! The you know which means when you, when you have a chewable vitamin, it's got to be ninety percent sugar. Just, just a mass of the horrible tastes. Yeah, they're, they're pretty hideous. I got to say that. Well, I, I, I have um, an acquaintance who is pregnant right now. Yeah. And, and I'm not talking about my boss. <laughs> I just want to make that clear. What? Because she is, she is also pregnant. Oh, okay. But um, um, it, just in case she listens to this, I don't want her to think I'm talking about her. Right. Um, this is some other pregnant woman. Yeah, who I think she'll know who I'm talking about. Anyway, um. She has these, um, multi, uh, no, um, what do they call it? Pregnancy vitamins? What do they call Prenatal. Oh, right, right, right. But they're gummies. They're like little like, gummy bears? What are they, little gummy kind, kind feet? Like, are they gummy fetuses? <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> I would think. I mean, if you're going to have prenatal vitamins, you got to, like, shape them into something. Well, these are just like, you know, little little blobs. I mean, I've had gummy um, fetuses. Gummies. No. <laughs> That's awesome. It kind of makes me think of uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey, you know, the, the movie. Oh, yeah. The very end, there was that, that, like, giant fetus floating around in space afterwards. Right. You make him into a, 
a gummy vitamin. <laughs> 2001, a gummy fetus. <laughs> yeah, I think Archie, Archie, Mc, Archie McPhee, are you listening? <laughs> you can call it the Archie McFetus. <laughs> <laughs> they are following us on Twitter, you know. Archie is? Yeah. Wow, that's exciting. Yeah, I thought so. We love Archie McPhee. They they have the best stuff in the whole wide world. Oh, yeah. In fact, we're going to give some stuff away to one lucky w- listener who unfortunately didn't call in fast enough to get the uh, iPod. Oh, who, who was it? Let's, let's get into that later because I actually have sound clips to play. Well, you know what, though? I have some absinthe news. Oh, you do? Cue the music, Jerry. Okay, here goes. Hey, well, this just in. Oh, wait, I got to do my, my opening uh, thing. Hold on. Okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. American, all ships at sea. This is the absinthe news. This just in from the Associated Press from Paris, France. French absinthe makers can finally say what's in the bottle. The banned licorice-tasting tipple a century ago uh, has been was banned in France because of its alleged hallucinogenic qualities, and authorities in 1988 permitted the sale again after scientists found that the drink wasn't more dangerous than any other strong alcohol drink that was available, but wouldn't let distillers call it absinthe, which I did not know that. Now, in a decree from the state journal's uh, or a state journal official says the name ban has been dropped. Distillers are hailing this as a chance to promote absinthe in a country where much of the world's supply is produced, but few people know it is sold. So, uh, Frank or F A N C K Frank, that's a weird way. Frank Choisine, uh, who owns the Combier Distillery in the southwestern town of Semur, said Monday. The quiet dropping of the band last week was the end of French hypocrisy. So that's very exciting. I did not know that you uh, you weren't allowed to call it absinthe back in the day. So, so when they said recently that the absinthe ban was lifted, they were just they just had the name banned. No, the, no, it was the... the is this two separate things? This is two separate things. The okay. absinthe, absinthe has been legal now since uh, 19... What, what, five years ago, right? So mm-hmm. 1996? I guess it would be 96? 2006, good lord, where, where's my head at? I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> was, I, I was broadcasting from the way past to the far future. Uh, yeah, so uh, five years ago, absinthe, the ban on actually selling the beverage was lifted, but you could call it absinthe here in America, but I guess you couldn't do that in France. How weird is that? Mm, so now you can actually call it absinthe. I don't know what they called it before. Well, I mean, I know in France they just lifted the ban. Right, 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 right. And, and allowed them to sell absinthe again. Yeah. But so they've been selling it. They just didn't call it absinthe. They couldn't call it absinthe, apparently, according to. Oh, so, uh, so, so Lafie was selling something that we would call absinthe, but they couldn't. And they could buy it and drink it over there. But now they can call it absinthe. But now they can call it absinthe and, uh, and proudly. Call it, so, uh, so, so our news was kind of distorted over here then. Well, 
Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it, it, the ban had been lifted, but you couldn't call it absinthe. I guess that's like, I guess if pot was legalized here, but you couldn't, you couldn't call, call it marijuana, it marijuana. Or pot. You had to call it sickle burden. You, you, had, to, you had to call it uh, Stinky weed. fluffy weed or something crazy. So here's uh, this might this might lend a little more clarity to it. Uh, uh, this from uh, Sarah Whitmore uh, from the Newser. Uh, news blog says the first rule about French absinthe is you can't call it absinthe or at least producers of it couldn't until last week when a ban on its name was lifted. The licorice tasted out of the K. Then she goes and says the exact same thing uh, we said there. So yeah, didn't lend any more clarity. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I guess uh, I guess you weren't allowed to call it absinthe, which I think is very funny and, and uh, very odd. <laughs> so everybody's going for last month going, Huzzah, huzzah, you can now get absinthe there, and they could get it the whole time. Right. But you just can't <laughs> okay. call it that. Yeah. I would like to buy some of that green liqueur in the bottle on the corner of the shelf. Some call it wormywood juice. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine? That's like total prohibition. It's like you have to have a secret knock to get in. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's so wacky. What the hell? <laughs> you can't call it absinthe. Well, well, you could call it uh, turbo pastis, <laughs> or I guess I don't know. Uh, or no uh, squared. <laughs> I don't know what they call it. Jeez, that's crazy. So, but but uh, regardless, beautiful thing. Uh, the band's been lifted, so you can finally go to France, people, and say, give me a freaking shot of uh, absinthe, please. Dot com. Yes. That <laughs> was the absinthe news. Yay! Oh, we actually had some news this week. That's that's very exciting. That was very newsy news. I know. It's, it's pretty... Well, in other unreported absinthe news, uh, I got a newsletter from my good friend Oxygeny, who's selling off... Uh, some actually some pretty low cost samples of uh, early 1900s absinthe. He found uh, 36 bottles of pre-ban absinthe, and is selling uh, selling like 50 silliliters for what is it? 50 euro. Wow. Which is about yeah, probably two tastings or one really nice glass of absinthe. And I've had I've had pre-ban absinthe before. I had a uh, a glass of stuff, uh, the 1950s uh, uh, Tarragon absinthe mm-hmm. from uh, uh, from Spain, which was amazing. I mean, it was really, really good. It was probably some of the most amazing absinthe that I've that I've had uh, in you know other than the homegrown stuff that people have have uh, distilled. Well, this, but wait a minute. <laughs> I just thought of something. Isn't it illegal to distill stuff yes. here? Oh, so the people that you know were in another country. Yes, they yeah, weren't. Okay. They weren't around here. This was years ago, so I can talk about it. Okay. Now. Oh, it was like over seven years ago. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh okay. No this, no problem. This was back when uh, <clears throat> I was just starting to. Um, uh, before I'd start started the company that we were going to get absinthe legalized and uh-huh. so uh, yeah so I, I went up to this uh, this amazing party called the Louche Fest and 
about nine or ten of these guys. That sounds so dirty. Dude, I know. You would have, you would have had a blast there, my friend. I mean, we, I, I don't think I've been to a better party since that time. They had it at this person's house, and they had this, like, spread of food on the table, like gourmet food. I mean, they did it upright. It was in this person's house. They had the backyard. We had music playing, a big fire pit. We were uh, eating food, and... Dude, outside, I kid you not, there was not one bottle of commercial absinthe there. They were all like bootleg stuff that these people homemade. Hmm. It was the most amazing absinthe experience I think I've ever... I have, I have not had an absinthe experience to rival that. That was the most amazing time. I mean, every... Well, I can't say every single one, because there were a couple that were... That they made like... Uh, what was one called? Like Red red dog or something like that that had cayenne pepper in it that was really horrible or <laughs> yeah it was horrid but um the most part I've had, I've had beer with cayenne pepper in it and it is not good yeah so you can under you can kind of get the idea i mean licorice and red pepper not the best uh, combo yeah. in the world i also do not like any kind of beer with clove in it i think that's abomination Ooh, why would you put clove in beer yeah they, I know, they, they have these spiced beers and oh. it's usually like around christmas time oh okay so kind of like a spiced rum sort of yeah thing. But, that's horrible uh, some people like it but yeah, i don't know that ain't right so anyway all that to say yeah yeah i've had some great uh uh homemade absinthe and i don't even know how i got on that subject but there you go. That's story time with Uncle Dan. Remember when I said Loosh sounded nasty? Oh, right. That's okay. That's right. I, no, no, no. I just don't want to touch. I, I figured out why. Why? Because it sounds like douche. Oh. Ooh. Imagine going to a douche party. That would be horrible. <laughs> that really <laughs> okay. would smell like teen spirit. <laughs> All right. Things you don't want to do would be looshing with absinthe or douching with absinthe. <laughs> I think we already covered that, didn't we? Yeah. We, I, uh, we probably did. Yeah. Either that or using absinthe in a neti pot. That, would, yeah. that, that wouldn't be good either. Safety tip number 235 from Slow Death Podcast. Right. Do not douche with absinthe. Right. Or you... Or, or, or Not good. No. Or, or an absinthe enema. That would be bad, too. Not to be used in your... Um, the humidifier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Not to be used the humidifier. in humidifier. Right. Yeah, that would be bad as well. Especially if it's connected to your CPAP. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, yeah, st- I still have not tried that yet. I may have to... Good. I didn't think it's a good idea. Yeah. We don't know what that fire is coming from Chino, but... Uh, <laughs> it's, we'll, it's coming out of some sleepy guy's nose. Yeah, you'd, you'd be doing the absinthe news by yourself. We don't know what happened to Dan, but this just in an absinthe news. Man's... Uh, Man, uh, uh, what do what do they call it when you catch on fire? Spontaneously combusts <laughs> yeah. on a CPAP machine. Film at eleven. Well, so that's exciting. So uh, you got the new uh, absinthe drink, and um, wow, it's, it's rather good. I'm enjoying it. Oh. I'm not sure if I'll keep doing it. I I think I prefer you know an actual slow death in the afternoon. But you know, you got to try something new. In no, fact, you got to mix it up. You have to. Hey, so I sent you I sent you uh, uh, that picture. Okay, I haven't opened it yet. Yeah, because we need to put it on our site because I'm looking for one of these. Oh, oh, I think I saw this on your Facebook. It's yes, a it, thing. It's right? a dental phantom from like the nineteen somewhere like nineteen forties, nineteen fifties. 
I almost bought one when I was in New York, but they wanted like $1,600, and I probably should have bought it in retrospect because the only other one I saw now was like $2,500. So, you know, couldn't, uh, couldn't, couldn't see my way clear on that one, but maybe one of our listeners uh, possibly has one in their living room that they want to give away. <laughs> but yeah. actually one of our listeners probably would. And uh, by the looks of it, I, I don't think if they had it, they would want to give it up. No. I mean, they're kind of, it kind of looks like the alien or something, doesn't it? It's like a cross between the alien and the Terminator. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's yeah. like someone gave the Terminator real teeth. I know. Isn't that, a, it's kind of creepy looking. It is. But they, yeah, they actually use that in uh, the, uh, early dental schools for people to work on. To work on, yeah, I could see that. Which would be really creepy, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Can, can you imagine, okay, it, I wonder if Stephen King's ever seen one of these, because there's a story in that right there. Oh, yeah. Well, It's just like, can you imagine working on that late at night, because you got a, like a, a dental test in the morning or something, and the right. damn thing starts biting your fingers off? I, I would think it'd be weirder if it started talking to you. And telling you to kill your classmates. <laughs> I mean, you know, kind of a son of Sam kind of thing. Son of Phantom. <laughs> I don't know. Phantom of the dentist chair. Oh, hey, speaking uh, of thinking, of, uh, thinking and speaking of writers, mm -hmm. uh, my good friend, uh, and we plugged him on our last show, Jeff Summerjee. Oh, yeah. yeah. uh, he said he started reading your book, and uh, he IM'd me and said, "Tell Jerry that." I really think he has very interesting uh, premises. Oh, good. So he well, really was enjoying it. And then he then he, he typed back and said, uh, "Tell Jerry I hate him." <laughs> okay. So I think he's I think he's a little bit jealous, but uh, oh, so oh, I thought maybe he wanted his money back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, he's gonna write to you for a refund, is what I'm thinking. All right. Well, no, he but uh, he really enjoyed it so. So a shout out to you and Jeff Summerjee at the same time. Awesome. Yeah. And so is this drink. I'm, I'm more I drink it, the more I like it. Isn't that the problem? I, I believe it is. Actually, yeah, that's kind of the same with any uh, high alcohol spirit. Yeah, I know. After the fourth glass, it's like, hey, I don't remember this tasting like this the first drink. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think I've found Nirvana. <laughs> yes. I'm going to take off my clothes and go dancing in the Meridian. Yes. I found Nirvana smells like teen spirit. <laughs> it all comes back to that, doesn't it? Uh, if we named episode, that would be our name. I, I think it would be. Smells like teen absinthe. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name right there. Episode 22. <laughs> smells like teen absinthe. Oh my gosh. But only where it's legal to drink when you're a teenager. Right. Right, which is nowhere really, is it? What's well, uh, what's what is it? Mexico, I think. Well, Mexico, I, pretty much. I, I don't know. You know, ever since I've turned twenty-one, I haven't paid any attention to that anymore. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like you know, ever since uh, you know, when you hit that number, it's like it just doesn't matter anymore because you just don't care. I know. It's like when you're growing up, you just couldn't wait to get to that number, right. and then afterwards, you're like, wait a minute, slow down, stop. Stop. Right. No, don't go forward anymore. No, no. Right. It, well, it's funny because, like like you said, it's like when you turn 21, it, you figure that you can drink anywhere. Mm -hmm. So you're not worried, like, I wonder what the drinking age in Ohio is 
Like, it's not 22 or 23. It's 27. Could you imagine? What? <laughs> could you imagine if the, if the legal drinking age was like 30? Yeah. In some place? It's got to be it, some place. There'd be all these people that couldn't wait to get to 30. I know. Well, that, might, <laughs> that would be weird. That would be really weird. Because, you know, the weird thing is, I don't know if I should say this. No, go ahead. It's been my experience that people don't really grow up until they're approaching the 30s. No, it's true. No, absolutely. You're absolutely correct. 28, 29 is when you're finally like, all right, I'm going to be an adult now. Yeah, because your 20s, honestly, your teenage years and your 20s is kind of that time to get whatever yayas you have out of your system. Yeah, so so those wild oats, right? Exactly, exactly. And I think that, um, you know, I know for me, even even when I was starting to settle down into a career when I was 25 and I got married at 27, it's like I still wasn't, I didn't really consider myself an adult. I mean. I know, and I really thought, you know, looking back, I got married about the same, same year-wise. I was too young to get married. Yeah, absolutely. But here's and here's the thing. So you hit 30, you dread the 30, you hit the 30, you mourn 30. I never mourned 30. Well, a lot of people do. Oh, right. and, and I think I kind of did. Did you? Why? I don't know. It's just a general reason. I'm not, you know, I'm getting old. And then you hit 40 and, you know, for a while you're kind of bummed that you're 40. But then life got really good because those 10 years between 30 and 40, you've established yourself. Then suddenly you're in a position to enjoy everything. Hmm. They say life begins at 40. That happened for me, you know? Yeah, I, honestly, I... That's when it got really fun. If In your 40s? Yeah. Yeah, I noticed that um, I, I didn't mourn turning uh, 30. I didn't mourn turning 40. And I, and I certainly didn't mourn turning 50 because, I, honestly, I think we've had this discussion before. In my head, I still feel like I'm about 27, 28 years old. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Age. Arrested development. <laughs> yeah, serious. Well, yeah, and I'm sure there'd be a lot of people that would uh, would agree with you on that. In my yeah, case, same but, here. Uh, oh, in my case as well. Obviously, we're doing the show. Yeah, there you go. So you know, and and I'm looking around my office here, and I've got like a jackalope on the wall, and you know, like one of those uh, fishnet leg I, lamps, and I've got R two D two, a dragon, a Godzilla, a giant germ, a giant and, germ, yeah, a giant rubber germ. And a uh, rubber ducky from Herod's. Wow. Well, there you go. See? And, uh, and another dragon. Yeah. And I know people who are my age that act like about 15 years older. I know. And that's really sad to me. Stay young, people. Yeah. Stay young. Well, how old do you get? Just stay young. It's more fun. I know. It really is, actually. And I think people appreciate it more. Nobody likes the guy that sits there and just goes, harumph. Life sucks. Yeah. It's life, like, life sucks. It's like they're afraid to have a good time. They're afraid to step out and risk anything and risk having fun. And I, I don't know. It's just me. But yeah, I, I never want to be that guy. I want honestly, when I'm 80, I still want to be wearing like skulls and <laughs> stuff like that, you know? And I never want to be the guy who's afraid, be afraid of embarrassing himself. Right, 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 right. Because obviously I'm not. No, me neither. <laughs> Lord, Lord knows. <laughs> Any anybody who's known me for more than a year knows. Oh, that guy. I I have a coworker um, who was. Yeah, uh, you know, I write these um, somewhat funny um, out of office messages. Oh, do you? And um, 
and, you know, like I've been kidnapped by aliens, blah, blah, blah. And she goes to my boss and she's like, it, you know, they're laughing about it, but she's like, doesn't he care who, what, you know, he doesn't know who's going to see this. And my boss just goes, do you think he cares? Right. And that's, that's it. She, that's why her and I get along so well. She understands. Right. I don't care because if it's funny, if it's entertaining, if someone doesn't take it that way, that's their problem, not mine. Exactly. Because that's one person. The other nine thought it was hilarious. Yes. We're going to pause here for a moment, possibly to feature a message from a sponsor. But if there is no message inserted, we'll be jumping right back in. Hey, Jerry here. Since we don't have an official sponsor for this episode, I thought I'd throw this in instead. But first, let me set the appropriate mood. It was a dark and stormy night, and there I was, up in a treehouse, banging away at an old manual typewriter. Do you have any idea how hard it is to type on a manual typewriter up in a tree while it's raining? Oh, and did I mention the lightning? But there I was, typing away, while ravens circled around in the air, swooping down through the torrent and trying to snatch the wet pages right out of the typewriter. But I wouldn't let them. I fought them off. Get away from me, you bloody birds! Why? Because it was important. I had a story to tell. And while the typewriter didn't survive, the stories did, and you can read them in the safe, tranquil, storm-free dryness of your giant mansion on either a Kindle, a Kindle app on the device of your choice, or from the words imprinted on the remains of a long-dead tree. Don't worry, the tree didn't feel any pain, as far as we know. The one I'm going to recommend to you, mainly because it has absinthe in it, is the novel All You See Is Light. There's three others in the series, and there's also a book of short stories. And, if you're into true stories, there's one called All This in a Bucket of Toads. That one also has Dan in it. Yeah, I dug up a lot of dirt in that one. And toads. Don't worry, it won't give you warts. But you can find all of these on my personal website, cherryjdavis.com books. I'm sure you'll enjoy them. If you don't, they make perfect re-gifts, saving you money, and you can claim you know me. I'll vouch for you totally. And if you're just not into books, and you don't like to read, you can still pretend you do, and go and give my books a good review on Amazon. Hey, there's as much karma in that as there is in just reading the book. It's a win-win. Meanwhile, I'll be up here in this tree, writing the next book, while I drink absinthe. Hey, future people, welcome back to us here in the past. Hope you're enjoying yourself because we're about to dive back into it. If you listeners out there who are not um, actually following us on Facebook, uh, you're missing a lot of stuff. And one of the things is you get to hear our show early because yes. we post it there before we post it on the live site. Yes. And also, that's where we, um, you know, do a lot of our announcements and everything. So, 
It's uh, facebook.com slash slow.death.podcast. Follow us there or just go to slowdeathpodcast.com and click on the big link that says Facebook. Quick correction from Jerry in the future. It's no longer that website address. It's now at absinthepodcast.com. Better SEO, you know. Yes. I actually had a couple of questions for you. And, and if you click on a link that says feces book, don't clink, click on that link, please. <laughs> and don't clink on it Don't clink that link. <laughs> don't clink that link. Lancelot link. Secret chimp. Don't clink that link. That sounds that sounds catchy. That's like uh the it's like clinking glasses, but links. Don't clink that link. What are you what are you doing? You looking that up? Yeah, I'm gonna write, I'm gonna write it down. Here. Okay, you can have that one. I won't charge you any royalties or anything for that. Okay. That's a freebie. Don't clink that link. Dot com. Okay, got it. All right. So how is the zombie car wash? Uh, you know, that's a great question. I think our site should be up and running now. Oh. Let me let me look, see if uh, if my man Phil fired it up. Hold on. C-O-R. Wash. No, still no, coming. Still coming soon. Okay, he didn't he didn't launch it live. I asked him to and he probably forgot. Alright. But it is live. It's uh, underneath uh, that splash page is an actual uh, website. Well, if I type what, like slash uh, index.com or something? Um, I think it's forward slash main.html. The simulating, scintillating sounds of typing. Yes. Well, that, oh, yeah, there we go. Okay, yeah, so it's it's there. We just need to pull the pull the trigger. Yeah. Well, it's kind of cool. It's pretty basic. We we don't have anything. Uh, Looks good. Uh, yeah, he did a good job. I think he used, um, what's the one that you're fond of? The what? website uh, creation thing? What we did we use to make our website? No, oh, I used, um, I just used. Um, Typepad I, or? No, uh, I use WordPress. WordPress. I think he used a WordPress uh, thing and built oh, he, it. Would, oh, okay. Maybe. I don't know. I, I could be lying, but. That's no, all. this just looks like an HTML site. Oh, really? No, oh, okay. Which is fine because um, if if I build a site, I usually well, I I can't afford Dreamweaver, and someone bought me um, a copy of Microsoft um, um, Expressions Web. Yeah, which is like Microsoft's version of Dreamweaver. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's it's really nice. Actually, remember I. <laughs> Let's go into business talk right here in front of the audience. Sure, so, what the hell? That website that I that I helped you on. Um, oh, that's five, right. That's, that's what I used to do that one to to modify that. So, oh, wow. So yeah, that's a good, especially for the price. Actually, that the price has gone up, which is why I haven't got the newest version of it. Really? When I bought it, was like thirty nine bucks. Another quick and probably not that interesting aside. Microsoft Expressions Web is now free. Microsoft gives it away. Anyway, back to the show. Get out of town. Are I, you I, kidding yeah, me? I had, I had like version, I have version three. Now the version four or five's out or whatever. And it's like, you know, triple that price or maybe more. I'm like, ah, no. Wow. That one's hard to justify because if it's under $50, I can just buy it. But that's a little scary. Yeah. Hey, you want to see. Um... You want to see him? Uh, I I got a, a new desk. 
Oh yeah, yeah. My uh, the uh, the girl's godparents mm-hmm. live in Nevada. Uh, he works for Summit Racing, the uh, mm-hmm. you know the high performance car place, and they had this desk, and I absolutely fell in love with it. And uh, he was going to check see if he could get me a deal, and he ended up buying it for me. How cool was that? How awesome! And let me let me show this thing to you because it's uh, it's it's pretty. Well, I'll, I'll just let the uh, the the picture speak for itself because it's uh, it's pretty phenomenal. Hold on, I'm going to send it to you right now. Here you go. So there and it now is. I'll insert music as I wait for. Yeah, them. the Jeopardy music would be appropriate. <laughs> Accept the file, save it on my desktop, and then I view it. It's a virus. It finally goes. It's a racing desktop with shocks. It is. It's got. <laughs> I dude, like look it. at that thing. It it kind of looks like it's um like a a wing on the back of um a Daytona sport uh, a race car. It kind of is. Now I actually the see the paper holder thing there mm-hmm. in the left corner. Cor- I couldn't fit that on there because I'm running a dual monitor setup on my desktop. Mm-hmm. So I actually had to attach that to my little uh, bookshelf off to the side. So. Oh well, still. I know. But it's awesome. Yeah, it's a great desk. I love it. I'm I'm podcasting live from that desk even as we speak. It's called a pit stop desk. Now you want to know the funniest part about this? What? So he's in uh, Nevada, right? Mm-hmm. And Summit's like in the Midwest somewhere. I'm pretty sure. You know, they have warehouses all over the place. So I get the package, dude. The place that makes this desk is two and a half blocks from my house. <laughs> what, did they walk it over? I could have walked over and like brought the thing home, like under my arm. Well, probably not because it was like about 200 pounds. But, but they yeah. could have rolled it over on a cart. I probably could have down the street. That would have been a sight. Yeah, I'm pulling up on my wagon to pick it up. Yeah, my little red wagon. I'll just uh, <laughs> put this on the roof to act like an airfoil. So, yeah. So that's uh, that's exciting. That's cool. Yeah, it's pretty nice. It was. It's. Uh, uh, you know, I, I've I've uh, never really had a very cool desk in my 50 years on this planet, mm. and so now uh, I'm ready for the uh, for the afterlife with this. Hey, speaking of that, the rapture, the rapture did not happen on. Uh, I know, and we had a party for it and everything. Did you? I saw, and it didn't show up. I at three o'clock in the afternoon, uh, California time. I walked outside. I had this uh, big jar of. Uh, of toffee popcorn under my arm, and I stood outside on my lawn, looked around, and uh, nobody left. Nobody left the planet. Nope. Well, except ran in the normal uh, ways. <laughs> yeah, the, that I know of. They might have been all behind me. That would have been sad. Well, I tell you what, when I was when I started getting sick on Monday, I thought maybe the rapture would come late, and the way I was leaving was not the kind of uh, <laughs> rapture I was looking for. <laughs> I was really sick. I mean, I was like my finger on the button to call the ambulance sick. It was horrible. Oh, that's not right, dude. But anyway, I'm fine now. I'm fine now. And in fact, I'm even better now that I'm drinking absinthe. Absinthe. Which sounds, uh, which sounds uh, incredibly like mansinth. Absinthe. If, if you get to the point where you can't pronounce it, you have to stop drinking it. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> there you go. But you know what? Isn't that it's got the, a built-in limiter. That's the general rule of any kind of uh, alcoholic beverage. If you get to the point to where you can't say what you're drinking, you got to stop. That's why you should be drinking something like, um. <laughs> Dude, that would be awesome. What a great name. That what are you be- drinking? Um. um. 
Now, case in point, now I, I know you don't have a TV. Yeah. But we started watching uh, The Bachelorette. Uh-huh. Dude. I can tell you're married. Dude, I know. Well, we, we just got <laughs> done with Dancing with the Stars. and uh, You're definitely s- married. Settling into uh, Oprah and uh, the Golden Girls. <laughs> Next will be Sex in the City 2, uh, <laughs> the new generation. I already watched that horrible piece of crap. We already uh, referred to an earlier podcast for my review on that. Um, but anyway, the series was good. Let's not. No, 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 no. Series the was series amazing. Was great. The movies, not so much. Way too campy and way too over the top. Yes. Now, so let me say this about the Bachelorette, right? The premise: uh, twenty-five guys show up on the first night and they get to know her and hang out with her, and then she whittles it down to fifteen. Okay. Pretty simple mm-hmm. premise, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. This one guy gets so hammered he can't even talk. <laughs> And he falls asleep outside, and she goes to try to wake him up, and he's snoring like like uh, sawing logs. So, um, yeah. So uh, the Bachelorette, she finally had to get a couple guys to go pick the guy up and haul him out of there, <laughs> send him home. Now, let's talk about this for a moment. Missed moments. Could you imagine quitting your job because you're going to go on this show, right? Mm-hmm. The first night, and the worst part is he's a wine and liquor. Uh, uh, distributor. If if I ended up on a show like that, I would probably do that on purpose. Well, <laughs> uh, he must that's, have. That's the anarchist I am. And he was hammered. He couldn't even talk. She came out and said, "So, so, hi, how are you?" And he'd go, "Ah, uh, ah." Uh, uh, he, he sounded like Chewbacca, but not as literate. <laughs> that was the worst part. And then when he fell asleep, he was snoring. It was just horrible. And they took he went, put him in the back of a car. Uh, I have a new dress. That, seriously, my friend. Dude, he, he didn't even say that many words. He, he was very funny. It was. You it, have pretty toenails. If you could uh, go on uh, YouTube and type uh-huh. in drunk bachelorette or drunk guy. At, well, I'm sure you probably find a lot of things on drunk bachelorette. But uh, drunk guy from the bachelorette, you'll uh, see. See, this would never have happened had he been drinking absinthe. That is very true. He would have been. Clear. He would have been clear and... And on point. Yeah, he might have been a little unbalanced. Yes. <laughs> but he would, sure he would have been well. unbalanced, <laughs> as most people on those shows are. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, so that's your weekly reality TV update. Cue the music. <laughs> so how'd you like how I, I brought that back to topic? You did. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Dude, you're, you're like trying to uh, wrestle cats. That's what you're trying to do. I'm a cat herder. Yes. Of course I've heard of cats. What do, what do I care what a cat herd? <laughs> Me out. So, yeah, so that's uh, that's pretty exciting. So that's, uh, you know, that's about all I got. Okay. Well, <laughs> How about that? That was entertaining. That was. Wacka, wacka, wacka. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Fozzie Bear making friends. Oh, all right. So tell you what, I'm going to, I'm going to. Circle back around at something you asked before, and oh, I'm going was, to cue. What was that? I'm going to cue the the mic thing here and play it live. Oh. So I'll try this again. See, if I get the switch in the back and when I turn it, the mic becomes omnidirectional, and right behind it is a great big speaker. Oh. So. I've got, gonna, I've got an omnidirectional thing on my mic, too. Okay. But so, I don't have a giant speaker, but. Sorry. Well, it's not giant, but it, it's a pretty big, nice lab tech. It's so okay. anyway. All right. So anyway. So yeah. Speaker talk with Dan and Jerry. 
<laughs> Computerspeakertalk.com. This is Lori. Dude, I don't think I've ever called anything for any reason. So this makes you special. This is Lori from Foolery Land. Um, did I win? Probably not. Anyway, have a good day, Dan and Jerry, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Wow, that was that was nice. our winner, the winner of the iPod. Wow, that's very. I have her address, and it's going to go out tomorrow. Wow, well, congratulations, Lori, and thank you for the very nice email, even though you really didn't say anything very nice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she said she'd never called any place, so that's I guess that's Lori nice. is awesome. We like Lori. It's the not... highest highest compliment. She says she'd never called anybody for anything ever. Oh, I'm sure that there us. has been a few. Uh, prank phone calls in her past. I'm just saying. I'll give you that. She's uh, she's pretty rascally. I got it. Yes. Yeah, she's she's a fun one. I like Lori. Good people. Okay. Hey, by, and, by the way, yeah. Uh, this just in, uh, you, uh, you might want to cue the news music again because I got another piece of news that just came in over the wire. Okay. Okay, cue news. the music. Uh, this just in uh, from Dan Ledbetter, who did the absinthe news earlier, but this just came in. So, well, hence the term this just in. <laughs> I kind of blew that one right out of the water, didn't I? I guess Jerry just left. So it's just, <laughs> no, I'm so it's letting you do the you. news. It's just me and you, dear listener. So uh, here's the deal. The owner of the old absinthe house in New Orleans declares bankruptcy. A uh, company that built its business on selling alcohol drinks to French Quarter patrons has gone bottoms up, no pun intended. Uh, Bourbon Saloon Inc., which also runs two restaurants and three bars, including Mango Mango and the renowned Old Absinthe House, filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy on May 12th of this year. According to the documents, the company owes more than $1.5 million to a previous owner, more than $3.3 million to First Bank and Trust, $500,000 to Chase Bank, and more than $21,000 to the Louisiana Department of Revenue for years of unpaid back taxes. Uh, the city has already seized the owner's uh, 2002 Bentley, wow, which has a retail price of 350000 when originally sold uh, for the taxes that were owed. Wow, that's pretty crazy. Uh, the bankruptcy judge, Jerry Brown, I don't believe the same Jerry Brown that is now running California, uh, who is handling the case in the Eastern District of Louisiana, granted permission for the bars to remain open and to pay its 78 employees. Well, that was nice of him. Uh, Steph said Bourbon Saloon Inc. never caught up on its debt and taxes after Hurricane Katrina and the former company owner identified in court documents as Adib El Dafari, well, whatever, uh, filed this $1.1 million uh, suit over $1.1 million that the corporations owe him? What? Okay, that's unclear. Um, so the bars are still open, but the guy's uh, going under. And the old Absinthe House, by the way, probably uh, has the largest... And only known uh, marble water uh, absinthe fountain uh, wow. that's left in the uh, in the world. It had wow. this big, big marble uh, fountain. I think it had like four. No, it had more than that. I think it had six spigots, and uh, they'd filled up with water, and people would go and you know do their little absinthe fountain thing with uh, water right there in the bar. I think you can probably find a picture of that on the web somewhere. So there you hmm. go. Filed for bankruptcy, but uh, still open for business. Well, you know, if it was me and I had the money, I would so swoop in and buy that place up and turn it back into like the world premier 
absinthe bar like in the history of the world. Maybe that'll happen. I maybe so. maybe that uh, guy who owns uh, Jade and Lucid will go in there and buy it. You know, he if he was smart, he would and make that like the big hub of absinthe drinking. Like whatever. that'd be like the world absinthe hub. Could you imagine, dude? Yeah. That would be like one of the only places in the world that would be like hey, a not only a historical he's landmark. He's our Facebook friend. Let's let's suggest it to him. That's that's a possibility. Maybe I should. I'll 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 put that on Ted's site and see if he can't yeah. uh, can't uh, do that because he's got an absinthe. I think uh, Jade uh, New Orleans, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. I want to try Jade. Dude, Jade is like well, you told me Jade is wonderful. It's views out there. It is one of uh, uh, yeah. It's like it's like top of the pops, man. Drink up New York sells it here. Um, but it's like $124 a bottle. Yeah. I bought one bottle back when it was like, I think I paid 90 bucks a bottle for it. But And that was a bargain, huh? That was a bargain. And it was delicious. Very tasty. I featured um, a, news, uh, a voice clip of him in our, our promo. Did you hear our promo? Oh, I did. I thought the promo was great. Are you going to put that out on YouTube? I wasn't thinking about YouTube. I was uh, spreading it around the other podcasts that uh, kind of like follow us. Dude, I, I, you should put it on YouTube. There's no video to it. <laughs> well, put uh, just do like a picture montage like you did for uh, Mr. Beefalo. Mm, okay, maybe I will. And then just have like at the end, like, you know, a little thing that says, you know, Slow Death Podcasts uh, every Wednesday or whatever, you know. Oh, okay. Or whatever, our website. Who knows? Right. We, we might get some hits because absinthe uh, stuff gets big hits on YouTube. That's true. Okay, I'll give it a try. I'll, I'll put it at the end of uh, this um, thing too. And if anybody out there who would like to like peel it off and and put it out somewhere, uh, feel free. Or uh, actually, you can also listen to it directly from our our um, our Facebook page. Right. And I'll send it to you as an MP3 if you want. Just let me know. Yeah. There you go. Like it's, uh, uh, as you young folks say, hook a brother up. Yeah. Well, um, I want to circle back around to our listeners. Oh, yes. We had another caller. Which is which up. is different than a reach around. I want to make that very clear. Yeah. I don't know what to say to that. Uh, um, Moveon.org. <laughs> bingo. So, um so, so uh, this other person called in trying to win the, uh, the the iPod. Unfortunately, she was a little bit late, but we decided to give her the Archie McPhee prize. And this oh, is nice. Message. Any well, second. Well, thanks for the warning. I won't get too silly. Um, I'm looking at a possibility of an iPod. Uh, my name's Gloria Cervantes, and I don't know what else you want to know. Um, I'm the one that saw my name in the picture on Facebook, uh, sitting in the top of the hat, but for some reason you didn't pull it out. Oh yeah, it's well, about, that's right. It's I remember yeah. her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, well, you know, uh, she didn't win the iPod, but she got some cool Archie McPhee, Archie McFetus. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you, you get an Archie McFetus, my friend. <laughs> okay, I've switched on off of Stadium. Oh, look at you! Now you're now you're back. Now I'm wall-to-wall, 10 foot tall. Now you're the Jerry I know. I'm not going to continue playing that because she gives away some personal information. So, well, what is, but anyway, Does she, anyway. like, breathe heavy on the phone, or what, what's the story? No, but she gave me her phone number. Oh. It's, you know, to contact her about the uh, 
surprises. So anyway, that was Gloria. Thanks, uh, Gloria. Congrat- yeah, congratulations. And um, let's see what what should we give her? Uh, let's let's pick two to the absinthe uh, related items from Archie McPhee. Well, ab- absinthe soap is always appreciated. I mean, do you think absinthe soap is good, or is that kind of dumb? Well, I know, I know, absinthe lip balm has got to be a good one. Yeah, because oh. everyone can use lip balm. But not the tooth floss. What, what's no. the? There's uh, there's mints. Oh, absinthe mints are always good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's but, that's what we'll do. Okay, Gloria, we're going to give you the the mints and the lip balm. Yeah. And uh, so just um. Which is uh, not a uh, comment on your personal hygiene at all. Oh no, no no. And and if you go to Archie McPhee and you'd like to substitute one of the other absinthe themed things for one of those, just. Let us know. Yeah, as long as it's under a dollar, we're fine. <laughs> oh, all right, sorry. Just trying to save you money, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, as long as it's in the ninety-nine cent bin. Oh, great. Yeah, that'd be the absinthe flavored diaper. No, I think I'll pass on that one. Thanks. That's the absinthe themed squirrel pants. <laughs> yes, exactly. Which are pretty damn awesome and flavorful. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to make some joke about nuts and just decide not to. <laughs> I'm just going to leave that one alone. Here to help. Well, there is that band Squirrel Nut Zippers. These would be... Yes. <laughs> what? Yes. We, we like them. Squirrel Nut Absinthe. Zipper. Cocktail. <laughs> floaters. <laughs> floaters? Gross, dude. Please. Oh my god. Slow death in the absence squirrel nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess the real question is how you got there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I guess I guess you'd say urethra, I found it. <laughs> Ouch. Thank you. Uh, that was painfully funny. Oh, good lord. <laughs> And on that high note, <laughs> yeah, it's in the show. I'm thinking we better. <laughs> we're we're slowly. We started off slow and we're tapering off yet again. <laughs> oh my god! As is our way. Yeah, <laughs> as is the way of our people. So, uh, Jerry, is there anyone you want to thank? Actually, I would. Um, let's uh, let me let me <clears throat> jump out to um, our website. I'd like to thank our good friends. Well, we'd like to thank the makers of Amp. Yeah, for for, uh, for not supplying Jerry with a can of amp, <laughs> for, <laughs> he had to go buy it himself. Free publicity. Uh, people. Uh, as usual, I want to thank uh, Jeff Gubby. Oh and, yes, and Patrick, always a big supporter. And uh, Dario. Dario. Uh, I don't know if he wants us to say his last name. Dario. Isn't Hello, that, Dario. Isn't, his, isn't he and his brother uh, Luigi the ones in that uh, Nintendo thing? No, no, this is Dario. Oh, not Mario. <laughs> no, I Dario. Was, I thought it was Dario Brothers. That's my bad. Shows you how old I am. Wah, wah. And Jeffrey. Yes. And I th- I feel like I'm doing I see there. I know. It always creeps me out when you do this. I, <sighs> well, how else should we do it? There's, I don't know. There's, hello, Christopher, and hello, Nitha. Hey, who? Nitha. Nitha. I, I, Nitha. N-I-T-H-A. Nitha. Nith, uh, N-I-T-H-A. Oh, there's no T. Nitha. Nitha. Moving on. Uncomfortable <laughs> silence. <laughs> Don't want to offend this person. No, absolutely not. 
It's not not a name that's familiar to me. Oh, Nitha. 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 Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Thanks for playing. <laughs> there's there's a there's uh, a quick unsubscribe. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. We're not making fun of you. We're really not. No, no we're making fun with you. We're just being silly. Uh, Jonathan yes. and 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 um, Gloria. Gloria. Already uh, said Gloria. Our recent winner. Let's see who else is out here. And uh, Cassie. I'd, I'd like to not thank the person that left us on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Absinthia, thank you. Yeah, she's actually pretty cool. She um, she's she's way awesome. She's got. I, mean, I, I would like to get her on the show because she's got something up her sleeve. Um, that she's up to. I don't want to say anything lest I spoil the surprise, but from what I've gathered from some of her Facebook stuff, I think she would be a very, very interesting uh, guest. Well, a- and timely. Rachel, let's do it. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll send her a, uh, I'll send her out a, a Facebook and see if she wants to be on our show. Okay. And uh, see if she can, t- if, see if she can talk about what she's up to. Because I'm just guessing right now, but based on what I've pieced together from some of her uh, Facebook posts, um, something very exciting. Okay. Well, that that's exciting just listening to it. Yeah. Listening to you talking about it is exciting, so it's got to be really exciting. Well, please, <laughs> don't, don't put that kind of pressure on me. Okay. For her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. From from Twitter, I'd like to thank some of our followers. One, of course, is Archie McPhee. Um, Thanks, Archie. Sadia, a very, very, very talented and quite sexy, if I can say so, uh, poet. Uh, Who is that? My, her name is Sadia. Sadia? Sadia Ali Asherman. How do you know she's uh, sexy? I could see her picture. Oh, there's a picture. Okay, all right. Well, and she's maybe. got some uh, YouTube videos of her reading poetry, which are all very sultry. Wow. I have so, I have some YouTube poetry uh, readings myself, but fortunately they got banned by the FCC because okay. I wasn't wearing any clothing and my squirrel nut zippers were exposed. All right, she wears clothing. Let's not go there. All right, very good. She's just um, she's just um, a real woman. I'll put it that way. Wow. Mike Peralta, thank you for following us. Miss Misery, uh, Gloria Oliver, of course, uh, the writer. Right. Uh, let's see. Not to be confused with Gloria Allred, the lawyer. <laughs> Jerry's oven. Thank you yes. for, for following us. That that whole thing never really worked out, did it? No, it didn't. I think we, we had three. Let, let was, that one die. It was you, me, and Lori. Yeah. If and, and so. All right. Well. Oh, thank you, Lucid Absinthe, for following us. I'm adding out a little bit here because we started bashing Lucid. Uh, but we like Lucid now, and so we don't want to bash it anymore. We were comparing it to other things, and but we said, but at, at the very least, it's it's better than Le Torment. And then we start bashing Le Torment. Let's put it in perspective. Not as bad as Le Torment. Yeah, I was going to say, the only good thing I could say about it, it was not as bad as Le Torment. And the thing about Le Torment is, it's not as bad as like Matahari and some of those other Czechoslovakian ones. Yeah, I mean, if you could handle scope, you could handle the torment. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. <laughs> How sad. Because that's what it is. I it's, swear it's, to God. Yeah, it's. I still have a half a bottle sitting there. I can't even see clear to mix it with anything because I just don't know what I would want to destroy to put that in. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I can't think of what would 
it tastes like scope, dude. It really tastes like scope. And it's like, what am I going to mix scope with to be palatable? The garbage can. <laughs> I guess, yeah. It's like the only thing The only thing cool about that beverage is the bottle. That's like the only thing that's cool about that. The bottle is really kick-ass. But I guess, I guess I could maybe mix it with coffee, really strong black coffee. Give it a try. Uh, I may have to. Maybe tomorrow morning I'll do that. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that'll be good. We don't know what happened to Dan why he never showed up for work. <laughs> Or maybe, maybe just use it instead of scope. Don't actually That's... swallow it. Just like rinse your mouth out with it and and it's brush your teeth. And maybe they maybe goes good with toothpaste. Maybe, <laughs> you know what? I'm wondering if they make it in the same factory and they just made a mistake. They use a different kind of alcohol. That's it. And people are like at home going, you know, this scope really tastes kind of good. <laughs> starting to mix it and drink it. Mom, where's the scope at? Ah, oh, never mind. <laughs> Little, little did anybody know that Scope was actually drinkable. Yes. Well, maybe it was actually... Here's the thing. Maybe Scope was made in France, and they couldn't call it absinthe. So they call it... They call it Scope. <laughs> <laughs> so now they have to change it around. Now they call it Lay Torment. <laughs> you know, they're, they're going to hate us if they ever listen. I feel so bad. I don't nah, care. Not it's really. Horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. It's like we got to call. Just improve your product and we'll love you. Yeah. That's do, all. Do something. <laughs> do something, people, for heaven's sakes. I'm, I'm not going to call a bad absinthe good. I don't care what. No. I can't but, I can't lie to the American people. I, I'm, I'm on the fence post with Lucid, though, because one, I like the guy. Two, we know they can make a good one. Mm-hmm. And three, I guess it's not that bad. Just in case you haven't listened to some of the earlier episodes uh, that were recorded later than this one, uh, we got it from Ted Bro himself after we reached out to him and said, hey, Lucid is like way, way better than it used to be. We really like it now. Did you change something or was it us? And his response was, yeah, we changed a lot of stuff. And they have. And they really improved the product. And we do love Lucid now. So... So we were feeling kind of bad about this early bashing of the product. Anyway, I just wanted to point that out. In the grand scheme of things, it is not, let's put it this way, it is definitely not the worst. You can do a whole lot worse than Lucid. And it's got a kick-ass bottle. And they do have a nice uh, graphic. And I I like Ted. I don't know him that well, but I like what he has done. I just don't understand what he did with lucid and why he created it my guess is it's it's uh, it's like he had to make some choices in order to make it mass producible at a at a reasonable cost yeah i think you're right i think i think that's probably the deal with lucid that uh it it it, it all came down to uh to dollars and cents that's what it usually comes to you know yeah, yeah sad but true unless you're going to sell it for 120 dollars a bottle right Right. Which he's doing with this one that he's doing well. Oh, dude, that is such good absinthe, though. That, that's, uh, there's not many absinthe. I mean, I paid 200 bucks for a bottle once of, uh, of uh, bootlegged uh, Le Bleu out of Switzerland, uh-huh. and it was amazing. But that's the only absinthe I feel at this time I would be comfortable paying more than 100 bucks a bottle for. Mm. So, for what that's worth, I don't know. But then again, I like Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, so... So, absinthe is a, a viable drink. I'll, I'll endorse it. There you go. You might want to put the recipe up online for people. Yeah. Pour some of this in. Pour some of that in. Go.
hey, we're running over our hour. We are. So I'm going to have to do a lot of editing. I know. So anyway, my friends. Yes. um, uh, (laughs) (laughs) My friends, it's like somehow I just pictured you standing on the balcony in Rome with a big toga on, like addressing the crowd and then forgetting what you were going to say. I know. I'm feeling more like Michael Jackson holding a baby over a balcony to show the crowd. Wow. My friends, look at my baby. My, Why are you screaming? This is my Archie McFetus. <laughs> Ouch. We really do need to have them make like a giant gummy baby and call it the Archie McFetus. Uh, you know it'd sell. You know they'd love it too. Yeah, they'd probably do I'm, it. I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet them right after this. I think you should. I will. A giant gummy bear fetus. <laughs> You know, they, they should be like, uh, they should be vitamins, Archie McFetus vitamins for the for the pregnant woman in the family. Archie McFetus prenatal vitamins. Absinthe flavored. They're all green. There you go. There you go. Perfect. I'm in for 20. <laughs> I'll see your 20 already. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I probably need some oh. prenatal vitamins. So there you have it, folks. Another... Another uh, another edition of Slow Death in the Afternoon podcast in the glass, uh, l- properly louched and then consumed. So as always, I'm Dan. And that's louched, not douched. Not, do- not douched. So as always, I'm Dan and that's Jerry. And we're glad, we're glad you stayed with us for one more week. Yeah, goodbye. Yeah, thanks. We'll see you next time, next week, <laughs> next year. Who knows? The world could end. Then they'll just base society on our podcasts. <laughs> That's strange, that would be very huh? scary, dude. Could you imagine pictures of us like hanging from banners and like it would be like Bill and Ted? <laughs> exactly. Be excellent to each other. Ah!